Welcome to Tromaville High, an average American high school, with one exception. It's located only one mile away from a nuclear power plant. They said it was 100% safe. But they were wrong. There's no danger, Governor. We have the situation well in hand. Welcome to the class of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, strange things are happening. The Honor Society has changed from a group of clean-cut preppies into a vicious gang of cretins. We're the youth of today. The teenage student body is transformed into horrifying mutations. And physical education is turned into a nightmare of violence. The class of Newcomb High. Introducing Warren and Chrissy. I love you. Two young lovers caught in a world gone mad. of Newcomb High. Yes, at Newcomb High, anything can happen. And does. The class of Newcomb High, where you'll learn the three R's. Reading. Writing. And radiation. See the most explosive action of the year. The class of Newcomb High. Rated R. Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. It happens every Saturday night right here on your internet radio dial. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and more. If you want to reach out and talk to us, we're on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by the internet radio superstars, Travis. Brent. And tonight we watch Travis's pick. Newcomb High. Newcomb High. Class of Newcomb High. Freaking classic trauma. What year is Greetings this? from Traumaville <laughs> from 1986. 1986. We never did this determine when the toxic event. It was 87 that came after this? I don't know. Or it was 84. We, we could have a Camp Google by the yeah. end of the night. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So this is directed by Lloyd Kaufman under the auspices of the pen name, the nom de plume. Samuel Wheel. And it's also directed by Samuel. Richard W. Haynes. Hmm. Did he also do Toxic Avenger? I don't know. I'm not sure. He mm. uh, he did the screenplay for this, along with Mark Rudnitsky, Lloyd Kaufman, and Stuart Strutton. Stuart Strutton. Interesting. So this is a trauma movie, which... It uh, definitely is. Okay, so trauma. <laughs> you know, because uh, like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, well, you know, they are responsible for like a certain style of film. I think like this is a thing we can lay at their feet, right? Who no, was like, doing what they were doing mm, before them? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, before them, I mean, I guess it was just any like exploitation greenhouse, right? They just kind of put a. Uh... <sighs> they branded it. Well, they're almost yeah, like. True. I mean, when you watch these movies, they're like they're like cartoons, right? 
They're like live action cartoons. Everybody's really over the top and goofy. Yeah. There's really funny, weird sound effects. They, they, they mimic like things of the day, like certain like character reaction. Like, like, I mean, in this movie, all the characters, when there's, they see something sexy, there's the what? Like it's trying to be like a, you know, a sexy comedy, you know, yeah. 80s sexy comedy rough. Huh? I'm trying to figure what? out like what what elements do you need in order like if you were going to describe the trauma style like what would you say you have to have a camera? <laughs> you got to have people willing to act for free. Yeah, do you think they're all they're usually free? at least because I thought uh, the the two actors that played Warren and Christie it's like they're good looking kids, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean acting ability was like <laughs> you know. I, you know I, but but you know they're good looking kids. I love the uh, the guys that play the bad guys, the the, the Cretans, Spike and uh, the guy with the long hair that were also the bad guys in uh, Toxic Avenger. I think those guys are. You uh, said their roles were switched or whatever in Toxic. Yeah, Avenger. in in Toxic Avenger, uh, the guy with the long and long braided hair. He would uh, he was Bozo. Yeah, he, I remember str- him. You stress bozo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't stress bozo from Toxic Adventure. And then, yeah, so he played the the kind of the second in command in this movie, and the guy that played the uh, the other, I can't remember the name of the uh, other character in uh, Toxic Avenger, Scuzz, I don't know, some shit like that. But, uh, yeah, he played the uh, leader Spike in this one. So, yeah, it was kind of it's kind of a fun uh, role reversal. That's right. why I'm pretty sure these are made back-to-back. It feels uh, like it. Toxic I mean, Avenger and, it uh, takes place in like. Tromaville or whatever where Toxic Avenger took place. There's a strong, not undercurrent, a fixation on toxic waste and uh, chemical yeah, the spills. News, the transforming of the day, people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tromaville is the like toxic waste dumping ground of the United States or something like that. We're led to believe it's somewhere in like New Jersey, maybe or, yeah, you're or in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they always I like how they always start every film with they show usually like the twin tower or you know they show the city oh look oh. at this man you know the the you know the bustling city oh this is our great achievements of man then they always like pan over to like <laughs> to New the Jersey. squalor and like yeah, the, the shit. <laughs> and there's some like green bubbling goo with like you know yeah. the smoke and stuff coming out so that, I've, I've always liked how I want to say. Uh, Toxy starts the same way. I've never seen. A, it seems like it. It seems like it I'm started sure. with an opening shot. Of, it feels uh, very familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's some things about this movie that are very familiar to Toxic Avenger in some ways. Whereas, uh, 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 this is all about well, someone getting affected by toxic uh, chemicals, and then going out and fucking up the bad guys in a weird way, kind of like a superhero horror movie. That's what I think. Tox, uh, Tromaville. Like did with with uh, Toxie and uh, Newcomb High was made made the uh, the uh, horror superhero where you can use the gore. The guys just going out to fucking murder the bad guys. You you know you have some stunts where you you stick your hand down their throat. You know usually something yeah. dealing with a inflatable bladder or something. Yeah. Sort. Did yeah. it correct me if I'm wrong? But didn't Toxie start out with where the actual character of the Toxic Avenger he jumped leaped out the window, landed on the street, and started. Like freaking out, right? Well, just Melvin, he jumps out the window into the vat of chemicals and, and starts freaking out. Where this movie starts off with uh, the geek, the pe- yeah, uh, named uh, Dewey or something like that. Where man, I remember when I first saw this as a kid, they're like, "This scene fucking freaked me out when I was a kid because you know the kid, he uh, he he goes to take a drink of water and it turns green, right? And yeah. you know, and that's just always like bugging me, like, holy fuck, what if you were drinking something? And, you know, it changed and you, you right, know, you're yeah. not aware of it, right? Yeah. And then when he goes and sits down in class and they have like a, uh, what, like a radiation fire drill and he starts like, you know, like starts like kind of like, like geeking out and you know, like twerking and shit. And uh, you get the uh, the famous uh, trauma, like uh, Alka-Seltzer and uh, food coloring, <laughs> like yeah. shit coming out of the mouth. And uh, I think a really effective, uh, like tubes somehow like attached to the ears but to me it looked like i mean yeah, it looked like it was like, spraying right out of his ears That's yeah, like, yeah. Like, maybe they were fake ears with you know tubes in them maybe they, well, laid yeah. over the top of that's his a good idea ears. maybe they were fake ears or whatever because yeah I, that's how i'd do it i, I mean swear, it, I it looks uh, like it's come shooting out of his it looks yeah, like it's shooting of, out of his out fucking of his ears, ears right right but then yeah he uh 
Well, I love uh, when uh, Warren, Warren kind of like, because, uh, well, the Dewey starts attacking that kid, and uh, Warren, you're like main character, like uh, like jock guy, right? Like he's like the preppy jock clean cut dude, right? Right. When he, uh, you know, he just gives Dewey like a nice like big punch, and this fucking nerd just kind of like reels back for a second, and then like gives him like a, like a really crazy like hard... Uh, there's something I like about that. I like about like a really geeky character somehow acquiring fucking like monstrous powers like a George McFly am I right like a George McFly <laughs> I was almost thinking about uh remember in heavy metal when uh the alien kidnaps that like that Pentagon secretary and there's that guy who like notices her her you know oh, she's got yeah, the uh yeah. the amulet thing on and he goes pretty 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 and starts jumping across the fucking table like there's something about that like geeks me out right because it's like you know, yeah, it's a frail dude that you don't think is going to be, like, anything. And then he starts, like, <laughs> starts freaking out at you, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, then he, like, jumps out the window and starts, like, melting on the sidewalk to everybody's, like, gasping horror. Right. Yeah. I thought that, you know, they were doing that, that like, that was an echo of the, that scene in the Toxic yeah. Avenger. Something that maybe they were setting it up, like, because he's the first one exposed to the toxic waste in this. And so it's like, is that where it's going? But I didn't get, like, what you were saying that they're, like, I got the Toxic Avenger was the horror superhero kind it's of thing. It's just a way I didn't of- get that out of this. I didn't get that it was, like, trying to be a superhero. I mean, the fact that, you know, uh, Warren, our lead, I suppose, lead, for lack of a better. Yeah, he, he's our lead. He gets, <laughs> you know, he smokes a joint that's been laced with Atomic uh, toxic, <laughs> toxic waste, and he yeah, at some point his face is all bubbled up with shit, and then he's back to normal again. Well, at some point he's got like super strength. They don't really explain guy. that. Well, no, they, a, but this uh, is a trauma. See, I think this is well, also no, what I was going back to. It's like to, to make a trauma movie, you have to kind of there. You have you have dialogue, but oh, whether on. any of it's like you know relative to anything is guys. Uh, maybe it's just my women's intuition, <laughs> but something's going on around here. That's like the best. Line. <laughs> you gotta have action. Who are like you got to be willing and to be in a trauma movie? You just have to be willing to completely overact. You don't actually have to be able to act. You just have to be able to flail wildly in front of the camera. Energy. Yeah, right. The camera always has to be. Brent's like you got to have a camera to make trauma. But they do have a style. Their style is like you got to put the camera in. Like you got to cut from these. You know, like a, a close-up that's like right underneath a character's nose. Like you're looking up their nose to like a wide shot where there's like a group of people, and then you cut to the other side of that. You go across the the line to the other side of that where like nobody's in the same position anymore, right. <laughs> or it's just kind of like what the? It's disorienting. <laughs> people are teleporting around the frame because well, you're like, okay, a lot of I know a lot of this movie is. Uh, kind of like made here and there you know like uh i mean we'll talk about a little bit at the end but you know they like added the other female character what well remember well i guess aside from chrissy chrissy no the cretan character you know how they they added the the red hair what they call her toe uh yeah i can't think of it Wiping the blood on her. Yeah, the yeah. one that was downstairs with Spike. Okay. It's because that actress was supposed to be the female Cretan. And they shot the ba- they shot the ending. And the black haired Cretan. She well, she was a replacement for the red haired Cretan that took remember how uh, Remember how they're like so I was Remember how they keep the on referencing like this girl's gonna get her downstairs. Take her to this girl downstairs because all there is is the scene of the girl with Christy and the dog collar leading her towards the basement yeah. and playing out the whole end scene with the monster killing her, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, uh, they're like, uh, you know, they had the black hair girl give the bloody. That's why, like, Warren's running in the school, then, like, Warren's outside. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, where's Christy? Where's Christy? It's like, because. I think that that girl was supposed to hand him the bloody necklace, but she that that actress was in a car accident. So that's when they had to hire the long black the the oh. woman Cretan that was in this to be in the rest of the oh. movie. So it's like that's why you don't like that's why it's a yeah. I never would have picked up on. I mean, like to be honest, I had a hard time following like who was who. You were like the the German teacher after See, I after one of the Cretans like makes out with with her. Goes into the bathroom and immediately been, begins applying Cretan makeup because the Cretans are the, this gang that look like uh, they were the honor roll students that you yeah. would imagine smoke some of this like marijuana that grows 
on the toxic See, waste. Because yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't quite understand that because it's the marijuana. So they're growing this mar- this radioactive marijuana. Yeah, there's like there's some dude that works at the radioactive plant is growing marijuana that grows really fast. I guess because of the I'm sure the radioactive. The radio, yeah. But well, the, that's what these joints they seem to affect people in different ways because the Cretans like it, it changes like they their lifestyle but it yeah. doesn't seem to like physically they become like completely well I don't know there's that one guy that has all the hair sprouting out. yeah that's I that's kind of weird was, there's oh, the yeah, one there dude with thing? the boobs <laughs> there's the oh, one guy yeah. with the boobs yeah the hermaphrodite it's like dude they're all completely changed physically <laughs> well, the girl has like the scar but like I mean Warren's the only one with like the bubbling face and the well because he has i i I, because i can only think this is like a stupid like well i'm like taking my own like intellectual look at this movie let's do it well those guys are like (laughs) maybe they they've slowly gotten used to the radiation we i mean Um, they continually smoke it maybe it's not the same thing as you know because the only thing that really happens with warren and christy in this movie that's so important is the fact that they smoke it and they fuck, which gets Christy pregnant with the monster worm thing. <laughs> right. Which is like the most special thing about this movie. I'm like, oh, that was the best thing about this. It's like movie. this is about this is about two parents. This is a, a like a this is a, a a precautionary tale of premarital sex and like having a baby. Oh, dude, if that's the case, they fucking lost the thread. You're buried the, the thread. Yeah. What do you do? You bury the. Well, the monster didn't something. have any sort of like you know. The monster was cool when it actually shows up. There's this big green slimy makeup effects or animatronic whatever. I think that's the guy thing, that worked on sculpted Willow. thing, and it's it's, it's pretty impressive. Like when it showed up, I'm like, oh, that's impressive. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like all the all the makeup and all the effects are very cool in this movie. Like yeah. if you feel like that's where they spent their budget. Because yeah, but I mean, see, you can I kinda, still see the edges. It. Like they couldn't blend the edges of the appliances. <laughs> They've got like these, you know, air bladders on their face. Yeah, but you can but see dude, the cake makeup about, around. But even that. like 1986, man, we're talking like what Tom Savini didn't even really start like perfecting shit until like for when it comes to lower end independent shit. Yeah. I mean, that's why you got to give it All to his I mean, like independent. Really early 80s. I mean, this is traumas where you go to learn your craft and yeah. fucking become awesome. Well, I get that. I mean, but I guess that's the other thing that you assume, you know, is uh, that's associated with the trauma brand. It's like, you know, there's some outfit in, I assume, New Jersey. You can come and work for us. It doesn't matter if you can make movies. We'll hire you anyway, and we'll just go out and kind of make these things. The other thing, I was thinking along that line, like the wardrobe in this, I'm like, this is one of those things where you just kind of ask people to show up wearing, like, whatever they have in their closet, right? Because I'm like, it didn't seem like there was any consistency to, you know, like there was no overall design applied to the Cretans, you know, cause that's, I don't know. Like, cause you keep on well, talking about like them. more the same. They mainly, I mean, they had uniforms. Cretans had uniforms. They wore the same thing. Like I want to say in every scene, except for spike well, yeah, changes. No, that they wear the same thing, but like that, the costume was like, Travis, go home and just get something in your closet. You can create your own character, and then they show up, and it's like that's their costume without having right. like one like wardrobe department that said you're going to wear this and you're going to wear this. It just felt like it was kind of cobbled together. Like each person said, eh, "This is how I interpreted the character," which I can see going along with the trauma. You know, maybe. Like but thing. look at but the guy that that has the the nose ring. I mean, come on, that's like a pretty. That's a. That's a pretty thought out. Co- I don't think. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, maybe the actor just. You know, whoa, whoa. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't look thrown together to me because I mean, his hair is cut all intricately. I mean, just that makeup design. I mean, think about his makeup really didn't change throughout the whole movie, even though there's lots of weird. I mean, it's almost like I don't even want to say like Clyde Barkery, but you know, it just kind of like tattoos. There's that weird stripiness. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's something there. The. Uh, I understand what Colin's saying um, because it's like with like the football pads and, you know, like go home, get your football pads, cut them in half, get a belt and strap it together, like which is cool. But the, that, it's yeah, cool. It's splatter punk. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why it's like, I think the, I mean, I would say this is one of those movies up there with the road war and shit that like, that's your image of, of the fucking like, just out of their fucking minds, like totally, uh, degenerate freaking like whatever you want to call them splatterpunk guys whatever yeah because that was like a thing in the 80s right where like there was all like 
Did that come from like, it came from punk. I think we talked about this in some previous podcasts, but like you look at like the guys in return of the living dead, you know, they're well, maybe just one of them, but I mean, they're kind of from that ragtag, you know, like this punk band of people. And then you've got like, you know, uh road warrior, I think is probably where it all started. Right. And so everybody's kind of riff. Like then, punk adopts that, and right, maybe. I mean, when was and riffs on it? The Warriors, everybody's on like you know they're more uniform, but they're all wearing like different you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it all comes from like comic books in some weird way, right? I yeah. think so because it's like they're really taking these characters. I mean, does it? I mean, it there's from- that one movie class in 1984 that you know the whole idea of you know when kids take over. You know, there's that one line in this when uh, they go to the principal's office and it's like we're the youth of America. <laughs> Yeah, Class of 1984 is like a more serious movie than this, isn't it? Or is it? I mean, yeah, I guess it is more serious, but I mean, it's still like fucking totally a cheap movie. Tom Holland wrote that. I can't believe that. That's crazy. Well, when we were watching this, I thought I had seen it before, but I think I've seen Class of 1984 before, and I thought it was a trauma movie, but it's not. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the other thing about trauma movies, you got to have your characters are all just fucking degenerates. Like you're trying to raise the bar and shock value. I didn't think this one did it as well as Toxic Avenger. Well, because Toxic Avenger was more transgressive. To me, this is trying to go for like almost like uh, it's like it's just that I'm not gonna. It's like I want to say Police Academy, but I don't fucking mean Police Academy because it's like okay, like, Warren, yeah. Warren's got his two buddies. I was like, we're gonna get you laid. Yeah. Oh, Christie's so fucking like. Well, it's like the eighty sex comedy, right? There's the like so many of those. That, yeah. yeah, you yeah. gotta have your buddy that it's all about getting you high and getting you like. Like for some reason, it's like, dude, your life's been going so well. You know, you need to start being fuck ups like us, dude. Like trying to drag this like fucking like honor student guy down <laughs> or this not an honor student, but some. Some clean cut, which yeah. is always funny. Like, how did? Well, do people have like? I mean, I always thought stoners hung out with stoners. Is that just a movie trope that like a normal dude has like a fucking like cokehead friend that's just always like ready to party and fuck? But he's just like, no, nah, man, I got to study for midterms. You well, know, that's the guy. Enjoy that he, your cocaine. Yeah, that's the guy who like lives on. <laughs> he's the guy who lives on the street next to him or something like that. So like, well, they've been buddies their whole lives. Yeah, 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 but they went right. in two a, different ways. Yeah. but they still know each other and they're like. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, this is definitely trying to, like, because, I mean, I think uh, Christy acts kind of, I mean, she's doing the whole, like, your friends are, you know, so fucking classy and, you know, the pool party. The pool The coolest party. fucking party, I swear to God, in any, like, it's pretty Which, pretty from cool. the outside, I think, takes place what's supposed to be their sorority or fraternity. It's like a house. house. And then and you go a inside, club. it's like a gigantic fucking gymnasium like or some club. shit. But when they go upstairs, they're back in, like, a tiny little <laughs> And he's lighting. just like... Yeah. Yeah, I got, like, yelling downstairs, like, you can't hear him, and there's, like, 400 people downstairs partying, and he's just casually like, yeah, guys. But that adds to the feeling that, like, the whole thing is just slapdash, right? Where it's just, we're making shit up, it doesn't matter if it matches, that kind of is part of the tone of trauma, right? In a weird way, But is, yeah, was yeah. it intentional, or is it just, like, we're just so do, fucking lazy with the do. shit that we're doing and throwing together? I, I mean, it's know, like, I, I don't call it lazy, it's really, we're gonna take what we can. It's like, right. we're going to make so a movie. Cheap. <laughs> well, it's not cheap. It's just like, okay, any, like, okay, Hollywood is like, right now, they're like, hey, Batman, it's coming out March 5th. Have fun. And it's like, okay, I have till March 5th to make this. So I'm sure, even though Troma's on the fucking way lower end, I'm sure if they want to make a profit, they need to think the same way. They're like, this is how much time we have to make a movie. Like, okay, I mean, not to talk about our personal shit, but we were looking at an apartment to shoot at, right? And the guy's like, ah, I'm going to be in this apartment until this whatever. Most people would be like, let's do it. You know, they just fucking want to make something. Yeah. That's where I think these guys fall into, where it's just like, it's not like, oh, we're, of course they're on the fucking cheap. You know, who who isn't, right? Well, yeah, Travis, you said something interesting while watching the film about how uh, trauma films really point out, like, the filmmaking. It's almost like a filmmaking 101. Because everything they're doing, I think, is the right idea, and the execution is just you know for it's having what no they can get yeah yeah <laughs> for having no budget, it's what they have to deal. I'm with. I'm sure it's but. like yeah, Tom did sound on Tuesday, then this guy Bob came in. You know, I'm sure it's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, you show the exterior of a sorority, then you go inside. It doesn't matter where you go; people are they're just saying people are going to buy that this is the same place because you showed the exterior. To begin the scene, they're they're using really simple tricks, like we were talking about earlier. Where uh, 
uh, there's a scene where uh, where uh, the uh, one uh, Cretan with the uh, rings on his nose crashes through yeah. the table, and when he gets off and uh, <laughs> yells at the dude, uh, watch what you say about MTV. <laughs> that he spits it. He's got like a mouth guard in, and he spits it out perfectly onto the ring. And it's just like, what's well, such a cool, violent scene? But like when you're doing the reverse shot, talking to the other punk, he doesn't have the mouth guard on there. Right. But it's like, but it was so fucking cool. It's like just fuck it, just put it in it because it was cool as fuck yeah, to but, watch him spit it out because it looked intentional. But that goes along with what I was saying, where there'd be like scenes where you'd be in like a crowd scene, and you know you're looking, uh, say, one way. At one character, then when you cut to the other angle to see what, like everybody's in a completely different, but they are hoping, position. but 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 it's the eye, same thing. But your right? eye is still focused where it needs to be. Like even though in the or reverse, they didn't shot, have the, the even mouth though the mouth guard isn't on there, attract your, your eye. eye is on the guy with the yellow face talking. It's not on the <laughs> well, fucking right? rings, yeah. you know. Because who even knows? Like I mean, this is widescreen. I mean, of course, this was video released. I'm sure. So who even knows how it was cropped? Mm. Uh, well, this would be the cropped version, yeah. This would, if they would have done widescreen, yeah, no, but it would have been open. But, it, but you would you, see more at the top and bottom oh, if would it was you? on video. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. probably. I thought they had to cut both ways. But like the one of the number one rules when editing is that you cut to the emotion first, and the continuity is second. I mean, like you look, yeah, right. You look at Martin Scorsese films, and that's yeah, I've seen some very of stuff in his where it's like, Jesus Christ, did you have a script supervisor? Right. That? Was yeah. anybody watching this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes I think you are just around. hoping. Sometimes, yeah, you you're know, just hoping people aren't paying attention. But that seems like, to be Troma's rule. Well, I mean, they're assuming I think that most of the people who are watching this are like stoned. Or something, right? Well, I mean, you're, you're going for like I mean, a 15 year old boy. There's lots of boobs, at least at the, the beginning gore, of the movie, and the gore. For, yeah, you know the the fucking boobs. Yeah, I mean, but I mean the fact that they make such a big deal out of weed being part of it. I mean, like it's a you know they're looking for someone who's drinking, smoking, either having sex or hoping to have sex. And everything was about. That. I remember. I, gore. I was shocked when I, I watched Teen Wolf the other fucking day. I was like, oh my god, there's a weed scene in that movie where fucking Scotty turns into the wolf to sniff out Styles' fucking brother's weed. I'm like, yeah. dude, they all they just put. I mean, if you're yeah, gonna have yeah, yeah. a sex comedy romp, but you just had yeah. to. I mean, come on, a uh, a movie about radioactive marijuana that <laughs> yeah. But I always thought it was because uh, Warren Warren's pissed off at the Cretans because he knows like their shit made me sick, and that's why when he gets all fucking radioactive, monstered out, that's why he goes to fuck up Cretans because he's like these fucking assholes made me right. sick, yeah. and more importantly that they made Christine Christy sick. Yeah, they made they made us sick. Yeah. Oh, I love that scene when uh, I mean that's something they've even done in trauma. Like I don't know how many fucking times where where the boy and the girl like get home and lay in bed and like they have some sort of a weird bladder that makes her stomach puff up like she's pregnant and he gets a big dick and Tromeo and Julian he gets before? like a or after Tro- this? Oh, wait yeah after this yeah. this is like early trauma shit this is like the shit that trauma like built the like state like this is how you do it boys and girls keep doing it <laughs> Go crank do it out crank it out yeah but uh well you're saying that like you know Bob came in and did music or the sound on this day. Dave came in the next day and did. And it's like, what else were these people doing? I mean, weren't they hired by Troma? Or they were all doing it, you said, for free. And this yeah, is you all. Yeah, you only like, get hired by Troma. Day you go and, work with Troma. <laughs> and like, maybe. What was you the can, appeal like, of this of this outfit, I guess, to like. Dude, you are crazy. Just, you're an independent filmmaker and you're talking about what's the appeal? Don't you want people to work with you? But it's just like, hey, we're making something. So I like, think it's the idea well, that it's the idea. Yeah, this will get you a, yeah. a, like a credi- credible job. I mean, who, James point. Gunn, who dri- just directed Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, from drama. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It, I mean, it goes. Yeah. To, you gotta cut your teeth, man. But it's like all these, and you like, can't be like highfalutin about it when it's like you know you're making fucking like special effect fun filmmaking. You know, it's just like it's exploitation filmmaking. They knew they weren't making. Uh, you know, Shakespeare. I mean, we obviously still have these types of films, and I know Troma's still going strong, but huh. like, well, maybe <laughs> you know better They're than me, still Travis. Going. But <laughs> well, I mean, I only like the original. I, I just recently was watching some really, really bad uh, independent films, and what I noticed about this, and it, it, it's a sign of the times. Um, this, I think, gets 
one extra star of being a real movie because it was shot on film. Yeah. There's something about it. It looks yeah. it looks more professional. Because I, I was sitting there during watching this, like that was actually like a little thing I was doing. I'm like, if this was shot on video, like I know what this shot would look like, yeah. and you'd hate this movie, right? You know, it's like being shot on film at least makes it look like somewhat legit you know it's like yeah. something about the filmed image that you can't like put your finger on and describe yeah. completely but video can't do it yeah because i've seen a bunch of stuff like i mean that's the thing like you know i watch all these exploitation movies from like the 60s and 70s or whatever and i keep sitting there going like you know i've watched stuff like this that's made now but it doesn't appeal to me and it, somehow it is the fact that those old ones were shot on film you right know, somehow yeah. makes it you know yeah, better. I don't know whether it be thirty-five millimeter or sixteen, Film or whatever. Is better. Yeah, I mean, and Troma doesn't care about when they do the high definition. They don't care about actually like remastering. Right? They <laughs> no. Run the thing through the projector. And get- yeah, or like lucky enough they like you know because I mean think about it. It's really not cost effective for Troma. They're like classic Nuke Mahais from nineteen eighty six. Why are we going to make a Blu Ray? It's not cost effective. That's why they'd rather have all their shit on download or whatever. And uh, not trying to. Make, well, I know like they a, they did a complete remastering of Toxie. Was that one all like cleaned yeah, up? Toxie's and, got like a nice clean. I mean, as much as they, I know, we watched it as much as they could. You know, yeah. Well, this one doesn't look bad. I mean, they've taken all the blemishes out and stuff like that, but there's still like scratches, not scratches. But yeah, I'm sure. Dust and you know, and I'm sure stuff. shit's like blurry just because fuck it, you know. Some yeah, guy, some like, of the shots are a lot like, of focus. Which I mean, there's movies, there's professional movies that get out on DVD and you're like that's a little blurry <laughs> for a professional movie this scene's a little blurry <laughs> I wouldn't have known it if it wasn't for the digital video area yeah. uh, area era it's also right. the audio is kind of like on the uh, but that could be just the songs they play like there's what well, you said there's five songs I said there's like three that. I don't know. There's and five. they're played at least two of them are played over and over and over and over and over over, over they're, they're used as character themes. <laughs> but they okay, so the soundtrack consists of like eighties well, it's not even hair metal, it's like eighties electric like one hair rock, metal song. Or electric guitar rock stuff, right? And they use it as the score in a lot of the scenes, yeah. but it's recorded at a volume where it's kind of that like you know, when you're driving in a car and like you're having a conversation with people, and the volume's like cranked way down <laughs> low, and it's, it's so it's not actually punctuating anything. It's just always at this like level, right above. Like, can you either turn that up or turn it off? It just becomes like noise. <laughs> but the kids level. are always dancing, so they're you know, dancing to it. That's what they're dancing <laughs> to. They're, they're, they're kids in the school. <laughs> No, we're literally saying whenever you're thought. in the school, That's the kids thought, uh, are just randomly dancing, dancing or making hallway. out. It's... We uh, a while ago we watched Streets of Fire. I remember I felt the same way. I was like, "There's the opening credits, and you're like, and then the movie starts, and it's like, I'm like, whoa, wait a second, is the music gonna fucking stop or slow down? I mean, these characters are gonna start talking, right? But uh, yeah, well, just. I mean, to stay on the whole trauma filmmaking, uh, you know, if we're trying to figure out what it takes or what, what you know, how, what you have to do to be a trauma film. Another thing is you get – well, in this movie especially, you get a location like the school. Like the school. They had a location. Which I'm assuming – I mean, I don't know if – because by the end of the film, like they're going to – Try and destroy this school, right? Yeah, must Something have like that. The Cretans are going to like take over the yeah, school. Yeah, but, but that's another factor of trauma movies. You got to destroy a bunch of shit. You, well, them. right, yeah. But, but if, always, those are always the bad guys. I mean, are they supposed to be good? No, but are I'm the bad saying, guys supposed to be good? It's a that's staple what I'm of, about. of trauma, wanton yeah. destruction. Because they are like yeah. the baddest of the bad. Yeah, they don't just want to like steal or whatever. It's like these guys, to me, like these guys are what Heath Ledger's Joker was to this generation. Like these guys are the, they are fucking chaos. 100% yeah, chaos. The right. whole movie feels like chaos. But they what are you saying about the school? Well, um, do you think that they found a school that was abandoned or did they just get clearance to like destroy a couple hallways? Because I mean, they're, uh, they're running yeah, motorcycles through their... They're spray painting the walls. Yeah, if I was you know? betting, I'd say they found like a, a like an old school school, and then they just shot. Or so, maybe one they were going to refurbish or something because yeah, like they yeah. just fucking destroy the thing, right? Did yeah. they blow it up at the end? I can't no, even tell. Them. No. it's not. It's not that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think those were just other shots of other things blowing up. <laughs> I mean, it looked like there was a pair of doors blowing up or whatever. I don't know. 
And you have to have like a sweet. Uh, it wasn't a matte painting, but what would you call it? I mean, it was just. It's like an optical effect where you have like. Uh, well, it is, I guess, some type of matte, but it, like a bad it's, one. Yeah. Where the school, which they use, and they get the fucking the lot of. They make like an establishing shot of the school where you can see the the, uh, the towers of the nuclear plant, like right behind it, basically. And then uh, they use it. I want to say I saw that thing like fifteen times. It was a lot. And then there was the. They spent money on that model. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. And then there was the uh, the shot of the the nuclear facility itself, which I want to say another fifteen times. <laughs> Got some uh, some mileage out of sitting there for fifteen minutes, just rolling off a whole roll of film, looking at the outside of this. They were so, no, you were supposed to be looking at the uh, the frantic workers <laughs> trying to cover up. Nuclear, nuclear spillage. Yeah. Also, for a trauma movie, you have to have a bunch of nubile young women who are decently attractive, right. big hair, and willingness to show boobs. There's a lot of... Uh, I know no one like that at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. That's exploitation movie, uh, you know, like uh, ingredients. But there was also a lot of uh, non-Brazier-wearing high school attire. Which I was just kind of, you know, like the tank tops or whatever with no yeah, bra underneath. There were. I'm like, I grew up in the 80s, but I don't remember that. And I'm like, I must have been going to the wrong. You didn't school. go to Newcomb High. That's uh, true. You didn't go to fucking yeah. Newcomb High. That was the problem. I don't know. It seems like to be like the same girl, though, like in a lot of it. Like the, I don't know, maybe all you saw like more New than Jersey girl. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they all just. <laughs> <laughs> They're all named Tiffany. Yeah. And uh, all right, so we got we got crazy camera work, wanton destruction, overacting, uh, naked girls. It's not overacting. It's, they're dancing. doing the best they can. You're no, being those, those you're being incredibly mean to these people that the, are are okay. Are, well, some of it's done for the point of sight gags. I mean, like when that uh, little. I mean, uh, some are just okay worm, actors. But. When the nuclear sperm worm comes up out of the drain in the cafeteria, and you get these uh, two cafeteria workers oh, wow. just doing the big open. Well, mouth, they had to be a real cafeteria worker. <laughs> that's oh, that's what I'm saying. It's over the top, but I think that like all. All the performances in, in this movie are pitched at that. Like, that's what I was saying before. It's right. like it's a cartoon. They do like cartoon horror superhero. And I think that is that's uh, that's a technique that you use when you know that you don't have like professional actors. It's like, well, if everything's over the top, then yeah, they're not going to notice. Just, you know, right? Yeah. It's like, or you know, you make a movie where everybody's n- never like talks or looks. That's you know, so like you can you can kind of stifle the whole like not being able to act thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, so it's not right everybody has their, their moments, though. I mean, everybody can fucking read lines. They can, you know... I think yeah. everybody has, like, you know... You, the, know, you know who eh. won me over? Because early on watching this film, I was talking about the guy who... He's in a lot of these movies, the big fat guy. Uh, he This uh, one he plays... Yeah, I want to say in Toxie, his name was Mayor Belgoody. I don't know what his name was in this. I don't know if he He's, like, the it. CEO of the the uh, nuclear power plant or whatever in this. Yeah. And, like, early on, he's, like, giving orders. I was like, you, you go there and you do this. And then you, you're going to come with me and we're going to do this. And you're like, man, this guy thinks that he is a really good actor, but he's not at all. And then by the end of the film, like, maybe it was the lines or the delivery, but he had totally won me over, like, as a comedic actor. Because I don't think, I mean, he'd be like a TV actor from the 80s. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. maybe, you know? maybe. And then you're like, how did you end up in a trauma movie? I mean, again, that was what, the was thing. Was that like, hard? <laughs> how did you end up <laughs> well, right now, me you, and you? But that's the we thing. We could go like, be in a trauma movie you know, right you now, look I at bet. someone who was right in, now. you know, <laughs> right. like, Fuck it. you can look at, like, the James Guns of the world, right, who got their start there and somehow, like, advanced out of it, you know, in spite of having Tromeo and Juliet or whatever on their resume. But like for these other guys, you got to figure we're like working actors like this guy, you know, you'd think that having Tromeo and Juliet is going to maybe stifle your chances of getting on like Murder, She Wrote or Magnum P.I. or something. You know, it's like, I don't know. Do you think that guy is a working actor, though, or do you think like he? Is that's what I'm wondering. He's just part of the collective. A producer, it's like maybe they just get yeah, like he a might be a producer. He might be. That's what Jersey. it is. You get yeah. people that want to make movies, buddies. and then it's like, well, you're going to be in this one. You're going to be in that one. I mean, that's yeah. what you do. And that's you know, the, one thing is certain. Yeah, that everybody. I'm guessing. I'm almost certain had a blast making this film. Like it was so much fun. It looks like it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it does look like it was fun. So I'm guessing it was. I mean, it. it yeah. 
Because there's like no rule. That would you know, be why you, you just do whatever the fuck you want, like right. in any, you know, given scene. Yeah, and that's why you would no, come okay, back. Okay, we got to break the that. story down because Colin acting like this has thing has no story. This thing is story. Wait, I want to point out one of the things no. you need in a trauma movie: you have to have char- characters talking directly to the camera. Often. Yeah. You didn't get that. I didn't get that so much. Yeah, they always know. like look right at the camera and like. Bah, bah, bah. That was like that was one of their like bag of tricks. So like was that from the right up under right you know up underneath their face the disorienting close up. Then they'd be like over here and sorry for your viewer and then like straight <laughs> on and they're looking right at you talking to the other character. Yeah, uh, yeah. you should have pointed There's out lots of right into the camera eye lines. Dang, I'm sorry you were good. Yeah, that's weird. Story of the column being like the I gotta, super nitpicky guy. I gotta watch it again. <laughs> who, if only who put this heard? towards Zardoz, he could have. Uh, we could have had an interesting <laughs> conversation that had a lot of leeway, but uh, Zardoz. <laughs> so no, okay, so okay, the the story threads in this are okay. One, radioactive shit is making everybody go mental and acting weird, right? You got the Cretans. Cretans are able to like spread their fucking wickedness through marijuana, seducting. Uh, seducing uh, German teachers, whatnot. <laughs> so then yeah. you have, I think, to me, which they should have played up a little bit more, is the whole Warren and Christie's baby. Because that's the whole point of the whole movie, right? Right. right. Yeah. The idea that they, they, they have sex. <laughs> that's, she, that's uh, she, like, uh, just they buried the, the lead. Just the that's, fact that, that she, just the fact that she, I, I, but I actually think it comes in at a really good point in time where she fucking vomits up her fucking like worm baby and you're like what oh, no, the was good. fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah dude that's like sick as fuck yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> it is this is after she has the dream where it burrows out of her uh, you know engorged stomach yes it was just a dream and so what the little worm guy like what goes into he somehow well, I, I took it as like it was a uh, radioactive sperm. Yeah, right? that's what I thought. Yeah, it was like yeah. a radio for sure. He gets yeah. flushed and he ends up on his way to the. Uh, well, he ends up in the drain in the cafeteria. They flush him again, and he ends up coming out of a broken pipe and falls into a vat of radioactive. That's uh, just waste. been collecting from like, in the basement because that's what you do down in it's a class of Newcomb or the you know. Tromaville. Well, it's yeah. all about how it's all about how all these people into... <laughs> want to avoid government regulation, EPA, blah blah. It's actually kind of a very like super liberal movie, even though it's all like super gore, blah 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 blah. It's all it's all like we don't want the EPA, we don't want the da, 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 we don't you know you don't want government agencies crawling up your ass. But it shows how much people can like how much they're hiding and shit like that, you know, because of it or what they could hide from it. So the schools aren't fucking like. They don't care about uh, checking shit out, cleaning shit up, or We're talking about they have the they, they, raid, or the, whatever the, uh, as the long as you drills to you know evacuate the school in the event of it. It's true. That's, That's a drill. They, they care about the kids. That's a drill. Right? You do drills, so you, whatever. But so the so thing that was is a in the point is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> the things in the toxic uh, vat where it grows into a giant monster and eventually escapes at the end and causes havoc. Throughout the entire school, tearing people's faces off or heads off, ripping people's faces off, punching through people's faces. Did you do anything else? Step well, on. It turns into. I mean, this is why. Like, I think of this movie almost like. I mean, this is like a nineteen fucking like fifties type. I mean, if you really made this about a biker gang versus a fucking prep and his girlfriend. And you know a weird monster miscarriage, <laughs> and the the motorcycle gang takes over the school at the end. It's like if you made this in black and white and made it like like straight up. I mean, this is a fucking like nineteen fifties drama, just like a gang, like a rebel without a cause type of thing, right? It, Maybe the, it also has the tentacle, right? Yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's, that that's so because they only had the like. Well, it's well, got they probably only had that, that willow can, guy for like a, like. It's got like a tail or something. A week I thought or two. Maybe it's a Maybe, tentacle yeah. that wraps around you. Then there's yeah, another one that a, burrows into your brain. Yeah, yeah, it's a not definitely bad. a tail. That way you don't show the monster, but he's still present. But the, the tentacle the, reminded the, uh, me of the thing from Star Wars and the trash compactor. Oh, the eyeball thing. I think that story works, Travis. That you're talking about. But where it, they screw it up is at the the very end, when it's like even when when I think it's Warren's like if you kill her then 
there's something out there, and you're not no, going to get out he of says, here. I, is, he says, I know what that thing is out there, I know and I have a feeling that if you kill me, you're not going to get out of here alive. You that's know what him I saying, saw at that This moment? is my son. Right. Yeah, that's, like, what, that's what yeah. I thought it was. I thought they were going to be like, we can appeal to it because we're its parents, and that's but why you then, have to come with us. But then that, they like, didn't fuck happen. it up because the, the thing goes after them. But you too. know what I'm, I, but he's still like a radioactive monster thing. I mean, does he like care about? They may his have parents? written that on the day. They may right. have. That could yeah. have been as well. But I'm still going for the idea that like radioactive monster babies don't have the same emotional attachment to their parents as human babies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They How do be, you know, Travis? Because well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's one of those things. The same way we don't like fuck our mate then eat their heads. The same way, like, a radioactive monster baby could probably eat his own parents. But I know what you're saying. It's a missed opportunity. Wouldn't that have been an interesting movie if all it was is it was trying to find its mommy and daddy the whole way by, like, ripping through all these... But maybe that's not what it was trying to be. You know, maybe it's just... Maybe the people, they were just like, we don't want to fucking be that emotional, like... Because, I mean... They they had it. They had it the whole way. Maybe all the punks watching this, because I've always thought... Jesus, excuse me. I always thought uh, of trauma. It's like I mean, it's the fucking it's the punk studio, man. It's the fuck you if you don't think it's good. Fuck you if we're not high budget, but we're making movies anyway, man. I mean, it's punk, punk as shit, man. I I mean, maybe it's one of those situations where we are like giving it too much credit for itself, but it just felt like it was there the whole time, and that's where it was going to end up. And then it didn't, and it was like, what the like that was the moment that was missed. See, I would even say that, like, because, I mean, as a kid watching that, I didn't, I didn't even think of it as their baby. I sure. just didn't even oh, yeah. think, yeah, when oh. I was a kid watching, because I didn't give a fuck, you know, I yeah. was I was probably 12 and high, too, you know, I was like, fucking dude, chick fucking throws up a monster, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, this movie's fucked up, mm-hmm. but yeah, I get it, it's a missed opportunity, but, you know. You should watch the fucking re- the lesbian remake. See if they do something with it. What? Yeah, yeah. They they did it. It's called Return to Newcom High. Well, because there's actually there is a class in Newcom High two and three. Oh, there is. Yeah, it's called the Spillology. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I'm talking, I, dude. I mean, even part two. It's the same way when you go right to Toxie too. I mean, it's just like fuck. It's a whole nother type of retarded. I mean, it's just. I mean, I love early trauma just because they are what they are. Yeah. But then they're like, we make money off of doing the really goofy, bizarre shit. How about we really go crazy, you know, and go really low budget, <laughs> you know? Trauma's all a video now, right? I mean, it's got to be. Oh, it has to be. There's no yeah, but they outlets for yeah. I mean, unless they're on that, like uh, what do you call it? Fathom events. Uh, you know the mystery science what are they rift tracks yeah or something like that I'm not yeah. saying they are I'm just saying like that would be like the but though, only... I didn't see Poultry Geist did you see Poultry Geist I was at a convention once when Lloyd Kaufman was there and he brought it with him like they were having did... a showing of it in a Chicago theater did you see I did Poultry not because <laughs> I was like is I don't know if that's shot on film or if they shoot on like 1080 because I don't think anything Troma's ever looked video Ever. Yeah, not that I can really recall. It's, I mean, except for I've except for stuff yeah. that's not. But the only thing we except ever for seen hold on, stuff let me. Eighties, yeah, right. Except for yeah. stuff that they didn't make, you know, because I mean they yeah, like, they, they distributed. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I think where they mostly do right. Right, they're right. mostly. Oh just god, I've seen some distribution. Of those Oof, cat girls and heat. That one, yeah. I think so. uh, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, somewhere there they amazing. have like Dario Argento's the Stendhal syndrome, and you're like, what? And then he's like proud of it. He's like, we're the distributor of internationally recognized director Dario Argento, his movie Stendhal syndrome. We distributed it in the United States. Wow. I remember, didn't they? One of their first movies had a. Uh... They did the. Uh... Cannibal, right? Yeah, Cannibal. Uh, but that was the Cannibal musical. the Musical, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Produced by or distributed by? Distributed. That by was very all. video. But no, actually, no, they did help produce. I want to say Trey Parker, Matt Stone went to, the, like, they finished maybe half or more than half and then went to Troma and Troma helped them finish it. Mm. I think that's what's going on yeah. there. So, Lloyd but, Kaufman's become, like, the patron saint of, like, uh, low, super low-budget indie Filmmakers. I mean, he is. He'll kinda... be in your movie if you like. If you like, write to him in enough time, he'll be in anyone's fucking movie for free. 
I think I've seen like a documentary or something. Or he loaned it to me. I think I was watching it where he was like going to France to be in these guys' movies. Well, that's a Lord Coffin's Make Your Own Damn Movie. Yeah, it's like a 10 disc. It's like a film course from, you know, as taught by Troma. Like to make a movie. But it's really him. 10 hours or 10 discs? It's like, like I don't know. It's, I don't know. I can't remember. I want to say it's more than 10 hours. It has to be. But I want to say it was like 10 discs because it really is like it's the cheapest. In in Lloyd Kaufman's style, I fucking love it. But it's the cheapest thing he could have done, where he actually just brings a video camera around to everybody he's met in the industry. Like he, you know, he interviews uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone about working in the industry. Uh, The director of the first Rocky movie, because Lloyd Kaufman worked on the first Rocky movie. Uh, so he's just like, yeah, he's just interviewing all these directors on camera. <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah, then packages it together as his uh, as his film school. But I, I did learn a lot of shit from him because he, well, he talks to Brian Yuzna. He talks to did Brian Yuzna? Who's the guy that Trauma? did? Uh, it's alive. Larry Cohen. Larry Cohen. Well, he he's another Cohen. New York like. Yeah, he just does, yeah, not not not. He doesn't talk to people that come out of Toronto. He just talks to. Yeah. People that have worked majorly in this, but it, it is the interview with James Gunn that you could tell, like, it's kind of like an ambush, like interview by yeah, Lloyd. He Kaufman. shows up at his house and like, hey, no, what are he's you at, on? he's like at his office. Yeah, he's like yeah. at his fucking office, and he's like, Lloyd, hey, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. But uh, so yeah, fucking uh, so Newcomb High, Newcomb High. Newcomb. Was that it for Newcomb High? I, I mean, I guess so. I mean, unless there's, I can't really think of I mean, yeah, they, more. They when I'm watching a, this movie, I can think so of the stuff. The soundtrack album on vinyl. You can yeah, limited to a thousand copies. You got to get it now. <laughs> Maybe I missed this. I mean, I know they used, they pointed the laser at the monster and started, you know, like doing the weird solar <laughs> thing, yeah, yeah, negative film, and then did the laser get moved over? Because they, they did, they. They uh, foreshadowed it earlier when the kids were in the science lab. They were like, the yeah, teacher comes in and he's like, if you point that at those... Any radioactive isotope. <laughs> yeah, those isotopes, this whole building and everyone in it would blow up. And then at the end, is that is that what happened? They bumped the thing? I think the, the monster itself he was is a radioactive, radioactive isotope. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So just by so shooting that. the monster, it caused a chain reaction that gave them enough time to run out of the building yeah, before they, it exploded. <laughs> they get out. They do. <laughs> I love uh, what we were, how we were talking about how these were the type of movies that created the splatterpunk image. I mean, specifically, I think Spike's costume at the end, like I said, in my mind, it's like, holy shit, like that is like what I see. You know, a dude with one spiked gauntlet, one fucking, yeah. uh, like a black uh, uh, football pad on one end, like a leather strap going across his uh, his stomach. Dude, we gotta like seek out some of these. Like, I remember seeing There's a movie only- like Your Hunter, or not Your. What was 1990 Bronx Warriors? Has some of that kind of shit in it. You know, it's like after the fall of Manhattan. It's some really cheap Italian piece of shit. Yeah, and we also have to see Street Trash because it also street has trash, yeah. neon toxic melty stuff. Melty people, awesome yeah, melty gore. Yeah. All right, uh, time for mailbag, maybe. Igor, Igor, are you around somewhere? Oh, God, Jesus Christ, don't sneak up on me like that. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. All right, thanks, Igor. And let's see here. We've got a comment from Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Nick Hammond. Says, now this is the shit. Love me some classic trauma about tonight's movie. Dom Cree says, he's got a paragraph. All right. Here we go. This movie reminds me why I loved video rental stores. They were the places where you could find the most ridiculous movies that were an absolute blast to watch. The VHS generation spawned such brilliance that no one seems to be able to match these days. Awesome soundtrack. Hot 80s actresses with big hair. High school setting and nuclear nuclear radiation. What more could you want? Exclamation you, question. <laughs> Exclamation. Four out of five principal Wesley comeovers. <laughs> principal Wesley comeovers. <laughs> yes. Very, very nice. Dom, I also I think Dom also commented on uh, Back to the Future, which we never read, but I want to say that he agreed with me about 
the sequels. Oh yeah, Jillian Anderson agreed with me on the newest podcast. Well, we have to. I mean, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? Tom's, Tom's created a fucking favoritism, like more like this guy was right. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. I win. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I win this round. Tom. <laughs> All right. So wrap ups on class of Newcomb High begins with. Brent, I uh, didn't see that coming. No, so I was trying to fake you out there a little bit. It's never. I'm never the first one, am I? Oh wait, I You're in that so. seat, dude. Uh, class of Newcomb High. What can you say about Class of Newcomb High? It is. It's everything. Like even if you've never seen a trauma movie, I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you know what trauma is, and you have an idea of what they're all about. And this movie is that. It's everything that you would expect a trauma film to be. Um, and I think it's, it's even, uh, dare I say it, I think it's more entertaining than Toxic Avenger. Um, I think that there is a strange heart to this one. There's something there. I, I, like we talked about the missed opportunities with like the whole storyline with the monster baby and all that. But uh, like that aside, you get this feeling that everybody watching it or everybody working on the film is having a fun time and when you watch it i think that 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 transfers to the film and um so it's it's enjoyable to watch when you're you know you're sitting there this is this is a perfect film if you have a party put this movie on and you know you can have a blast i mean everybody's gonna have fun with it if you're a hardcore critic um you're gonna find some. You're gonna find some holes. I mean, you have to take it with a grain of salt, um, and if you do that, I think that you'll have a good time. So I would, yeah. I mean, of course, watch this movie. Check it out. <laughs> I, it's a lot of fun. You're crazy. No, uh, I don't know. Actually, I disagree with you that. Uh, you know, personally, the Toxic Avenger I thought was more interesting. It could be just because I like the subject matter of the Toxic Avenger more. Maybe that's where it comes down. I Isn't think it between the same though, <clears throat> kind of? No. Like No, because it really did play up the like slasher superhero. Like I got the vibe of that, you know, more so uh, I was okay. more interested in that as the subject more yeah. than I am about, you know, a gang, you know, of splatter punks and those teenagers with this baby. It's like, I get what you're doing there, but it's not as cool to me as, you know, what Toxic Avenger was. <clears throat> um, yeah, there were times I was sitting there watching it going like, what is the difference between this movie and Sharknado? Because both of them are like, we're, they're pitched at like the same thing. We're like, hey, we've got some money and we can go make a movie and we're being ridiculous you know, so it's like we're ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. I seem to like movies that, and this is again just a personal preference. So this is not saying anything about the movie. This is just like this is how I take it. Uh, I like movies that like didn't think they were being funny when they made it. Now it's funny to me to watch it because they're campy and cheesy. But if you're intentionally trying to go out of your way to be ridiculous, and you're not like you know airplane or something where it actually succeeds. There's a lot of sight gags in this movie, which you know I you know didn't like work at all. I mean, I'm like, there's a couple guys back there in the background. I'm watching this as a conversation takes place in the foreground. That one guy throws a pee into another guy's face. You have to watch it to find out why this happened. <laughs> and for like you know the entire duration of the scene, these guys are just without any kind of direction, but knowing that the cameras are rolling, trying to do something to just maximize their screen time and they're running into shit and it's just like yeah but you're not landing the joke you're just fucking clowning around back there and the whole thing feels very loose and it's like this is kind of you know what these like asylum movies are trying to do like in some way be hip and you know crazy and chaotic and like look at like this is you know punk filmmaking or whatever I think it's better than Sharknado uh, Sharknado has like a level of cynicism to it that you know this doesn't. This actually does feel like, hey, let's get together and make a movie, as Travis keeps saying. So, yeah. and there were times where I was sitting there going like, man, when is this going to be over? And then something interesting would happen, like every once in a while. So, I mean, it, it's not a total loss, <laughs> right? I think Toxic Avenger was more consistently entertaining. This one's sporadically entertaining. Uh, I still don't think I'd recommend it though, because I've seen Toxic Avenger. 
insane. But you didn't even recommend that. This guy doesn't like trauma movies. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. But I mean, I, I love this fucking movie because, I can, mean... Can I ask you a question real quick? Ugh. Sorry. Uh, was Monster in My Closet a trauma? It was distributed by... Okay. Oh, God, I fucking hated that movie. And the, <laughs> the Killer Tomatoes, is that it? No. Okay. That's not... No. no, no, no thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was worse. That will be all from the, <laughs> <laughs> your witness. Uh, no, I love. Uh, I mean, this is. I mean, this is. This is fucking cult filmmaking at its finest. I mean, this is, dude. Let's let's yeah. Let's be loose. Let's try to have fun. Let's try to. I like how like James Gunn has learned to take the trauma humor and put it in a fucking Marvel movie. I mean, James Gunn still sticks with the same type of humor he learned at Trauma. If you watch Slither, if you watch, like, that guy, he's the prime example of how, like, the, the, the quirky, weird shit, it does work. You can drive that into modern-day or, or high-budget filmmaking, because people do like it. It's fun. People, I think, it's fun when they're watching something that's a monster movie, but it's not trying to scare you, because it's like, fuck, come on, we're all, we've all seen monster, oh, you know, fucking Tremors ain't gonna scare you, right? So let's have characters... That we can laugh with and like, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's what I think about uh, trauma movies. They're characters you can laugh with. They're not trying to, you know. We're like they should make a statement about how it's the beast, the mother's like. Eh. But then that would be like an emotional core. <laughs> these guys are not going for an emotional <laughs> anything. They want you to kind of laugh along with these guys. Oh, they're smoking weed. Oh, you know. That girl is much too much. That girl is much too much. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Yeah. That's the best, best fucking house party in cinema history. I don't know. It's my favorite party. <laughs> but I saw this on uh, USA Up all night, and I mean, this movie fucking changed my life. This movie is one of those. It's one of those point of view changing movies where it's like, whoa, oh yeah, dude. Things I think like who, who I am. I would say as an artist is because of this movie. Just the the character designs, the the way like I've always loved how Troma can take these villains and you know they're I mean like I said I'm sure it started in the uh, 19 class of 84 or whatever. Well, just the whole, there's always been that the juvenile delinquents, right? That's why it's like it's kind of interesting before uh, the wrap ups when I was talking about like hey this is like a fucking 50s like motorcycle gang like I mean this is a a precautionary like high school pregnancy tale with, with, with a motorcycle gang. I mean, this is a 1950s, like, like, like a school exploitation movie or whatever. I think like schoolgirl confidential. Yeah, school, school. Blackboard. Jo- no, that was serious. What's another, what's that one where they fucking girl gets Speaking pregnant? Speaking of the microphone. <clears throat> schoolgirl confidential. No, I'm just like throwing out names now. There was that one where the girl gets pregnant and like, teen mom or whatever. Teen, yeah, teen teenage mom. mother. Every every child, every parent should bring their daughter to. So yeah, like I I don't know. I think that's interesting that they were able to kind of take a classic idea and freaking I mean just like just punk it up. I suppose uh, put a little uh, radiation in there. Uh, all the good things you need for a. a a traumatic uh, experience. Um, I mean, it, it, it's hard to be like, oh, I love trauma movies because it's like, ah, dude, I love Toxic Avenger. I love this movie. Uh, you know, I love some movies they've distributed, but when it comes to the actual movies that Lloyd Kaufman's directed, it really is. This and Toxic Avenger are his, I mean, they're his staples to me. I mean, I, I want to, I bet his whole career is based on those two films. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. They're good. I mean, For that's sure. why I think they're good. The guy's had 40 years or 30 years, not like 40 years on two movies. I mean, and he's such a self promoter that he could like keep going strong. There's something I love about it. sleazy, but it's like, dude, he went to Harvard. He's a fucking like sleazy fucking smut peddler. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is just what I think uh, all uh, all uh, preteens. This is what bec- makes you a man, right? <laughs> when you're a kid, and then you see that scene where. 
where, you know, she goes up to get the coats, then she just, it hits her, and she fucking just gets wet. Like, you know the girl's just fucking, like, hot as hell. And she starts rubbing up, you know, as a fucking, like, prepubescent kid, dude, that's when it kicks in, and you're like, oh, shit. Wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> dude, this movie's on TV. Nice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> How much of that scene did they show on USA? A lot of it, because really all it is is her, she's rubbing her leg. This is what I like about trauma, man. They can actually, they're, I think they could use some touch-ups on editing, but I think they're the best at it. That whole scene, you only see her tits when she takes the bra off. Yeah. Other than that, she's covering her tits the whole time. You don't see her tits that whole scene. Only when she backs up and and says, fuck the Fellini Festival, right. shows her tits. Because <laughs> yeah. even in the next scene where he, like, whatever, she's, like, covering up. I'm like, oh, this yeah. girl had, she had, like, that one-shot deal, right? That's why they... Which they went and they, classically <laughs> exploited by exploited. using it again in, like, in, in a, the movie. Uh, a, in a dream uh, sequence. Yeah, dream yeah. sequence. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, those bastards, man. I wonder if she knew about that. I thought I, I would do the same thing. Like, use that as much as possible. <laughs> you yeah. <know. laughs> you said one scene you didn't say how many times you could put that scene in the movie yeah. Yeah. so yeah I mean I always fucking love this movie uh there I mean yeah uh yeah alright well that's Class of Newcomb High on the Saturday Night Freak Show so that brings us to next week's movie which is gonna be Brent's pick Brent is going to force us to watch next week we're gonna be going back in time with Time Cop Time oh Cop! Holy gracious. shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Wait, have right. You, have you seen Time Cop? I have. Okay, seen you've time seen Time Cop. Yes. Okay. I want to know what you're going to do. <laughs> I'm trying to think uh, if I've ever seen it. I think we're. Well, you've seen Time you've Cop. Seen That's why I think I've seen it. It was just like, once and done. Yeah, I think so. Well, I want to see it again. <laughs> oh, look at my review now. It looks like Saturday Night Freak Show material. <laughs> so it's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, you can catch all our past episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or many. Any more places, including some we didn't even know that we were yeah, on until right. Yeah. So uh, until next time, Do ladies you know and gentlemen, we got to talk about that. Yeah, the balcony. Oh shit! The basement <laughs> is going dark. <laughs>